video games, television, and movies. In a world where the media has been dominated by superheroes and sci-fi, these barely Irish assholes must band together to make sense of it all. It's not news. It's utterly nonsense. If you are, you know, if you've stumbled upon this from the great depths of the multiverse, you know where you are. Uh, but, you Enjoy know, if, page 20 <laughs> of all the podcasts you see in recommended podcasts. That was a weak opening. <laughs> but I'm also like, you know, I, I always tell you guys before I started recording, uh, I got the first uh, COVID vaccine today um, or my first COVID shot today. So I'm a little loopy from that. Um, I, I noticed uh, I'm just a little bit fatigued. I got my second one next week. Um, I'm getting my second one as of uh, May 14th. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm I, I, exactly a month from today. I'm going in for my second one. Um, but anyway, I've noticed like I've been a little bit fatigued, a little bit off uh, the past few hours. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's going to cause that. that. Um, no pain in my arm, weirdly enough. So, uh, you know, hmm. I think I just have to deal with being a little bit tired for a little while. Um, but basically, uh, what else are you going to do? What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Utterly Nonsense Podcast. If it's your first time tuning in, first of all, welcome. Thanks for listening. Uh, welcome to the nonsense. If you are new here, we discuss everything <laughs> in the realm of science fiction, comic books, Marvel, DC, all that stuff. Mortal so if that sounds like it's up your alley. No, that's next episode. So if that sounds like it's up your alley, you know, consider subscribing, consider checking out our other platforms, consider following us on social media. All of our links are available at utterlynonsense.com. With all that being said, let's get into it. So why are we here today? We're here because Marvel decided to make an oopsie. <laughs> that's, that's a good word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Again? Did they let Josh Sweden direct another video? <laughs> So, but not video, movie. Excuse me. Oh my god. If, Here we go. If it Starting isn't already. already obvious, and I'm sure if we don't already have some very obvious uh, podcast artwork for this episode, or if we haven't already made an extremely obvious title that discusses what we're mm -hmm. talking about, we are talking about the second Marvel Disney Plus series. Yes. I, I don't want to call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier, even though that's the official title. It is, it, it's, it's, it's Falcon, Falcon it's and Captain the Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier um, now. It is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. It, that, that's like the title we get at the end. Captain America Spoilers, and the Winter Soldier. Like he was already, they already said he was going to be the new Captain America, so I don't think that's mm -hmm. spoiling anything. But uh, You know, it, they could have just did Captain America and the White Wolf. Yeah. But, you know. I would have loved Captain America and the White Wolf that, a lot That would have made a lot more sense. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, considering uh, he officially gave back the book to uh, Rainer and he's literally said I i'm not the winter soldier anymore yeah the entire series but hey uh, what are the <laughs> don't care about the fans ever as always <laughs> so basically i'm just i'm being a dick <laughs> so basically we literally just saw the finale this past week uh came out the friday before we're recording this it's a monday yep. um so we've had some time to digest it i know jack it, just saw it last night so my brain because 
Yeah, I saw it yesterday. So, <laughs> so before we get into sort of critically dissecting and dismantling oh, yeah. this entire six episode series, which, by the way, six episodes for miniseries, I think I that's good amount. Short, I think. Like, but, but, it, uh, yeah, I thought it was yeah. short, but it was good. Well, it was it was a nice short one. So I can tell like, you, I know there. Yeah, I, I'll let you go. Sorry, it's still longer than Endgame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that is fair. That is fair. So I can tell you. Like, I, I know we're going to compare this to WandaVision at least a few times throughout this episode. Oh, it's going to get some comparisons, let's be real. We, yeah. it, it, either way, I'm going to disclaim this real quick to the uh, masses real quick. We love Marvel. We're just mass com- former mass comp students. We are going to just dissect and destroy everything. Guys, we, we love this. We loved WandaVision. We loved Winter- Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I just, don't get us wrong. I just want to We're say just critically uh, analyzing it. I just want to say no one outside of Bloomsburg University knows what Masscom is, and it's not uh, even called uh, Masscom yeah, anymore. So, um, really, it's not. They rebranded literally a year after we left. It's now the Department of Media and Journalism, me? which sounds a hell of a lot better. It sounds like a degree. That well, this is going to go in the blooper reels of 2021. My God, I've done it yet again, CJ. It. It's, <laughs> this is just one of way too many instances where we've like gone on it off on a tangent that only a few people will actually yeah. understand what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> um, so film students, how's that? Right. So let's get, yes. let's get away from that tangent. Let's get back into talking about uh, this actual Fair series. Um, so before we get oh, yeah. it, before we dissect, dismantle, disrupt, other syllables beginning with a D, other synonyms <laughs> beginning with a D, excuse me. What did you guys think of the series? Just, uh, I know Jack was giving me his rating, but um, did you, first of all, enjoy yeah. it? Uh, and, you know, uh, what could be added on? What could be taken away? What could make this better? I was going to say, I'm going to let Mike go first because uh, he thinks way critically and more unbiasedly than I do. And I value and respect his opinion. Right. On these kind of things more, so I'm, I just want to hear what he's got to say first. I like that you say that because I do not think critically at all. I'm just like, you can think, wow. <laughs> so this is how Marvel decided to handle the Black Lives Matter. Movie. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I I, I, oh, I wish no. I wish it wasn't true, but yeah, that's yeah, exactly. We just got canceled. <laughs> I mean, look. I, I'm not even saying it's because they're focusing on a, you know, black Captain America, but it's like, yeah, they it's a very political, a it's an inherently political series that focuses a lot on the lives of black Americans. That's very integral to the plot, you know? Oh, my goodness. Um, so do you think it focused too much on that? Do you think it like alienated some more conservative or more uh, like less political Marvel fans? So well, I don't think it real. did that. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, John. Jack, holy shit. Ha <laughs> ha, Michael. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> Never. Um, no, I don't think it alienated um, that because if you're watching a Marvel movie, you're not... At this point, politics is a given because, I mean, Civil War was literally just based off politics. It, it was all politics. Yeah. Let's be real. I, I mean, Come on, guys. I, so I will say, I think, um, you know, especially Winter Soldier and Civil War had that sort of uh, inherently mm-hmm. political message. You know, you can't really talk about a character like Captain America without getting into the politics of the character, right? 
Um, it, they get into it in the comics, even guys. Oh, sure. Like, do your research I, I, before you again, mouth off he, on Twitter. He's a character that was an, essentially designed to be an American propaganda piece during World War II. Yeah. It's not shocking that there's some political imagery going on there. So, like, let's I, see, I, what was his like, first line? Uh, would you like to see a right hook to Hitler's face or something like that? Yeah. Like, so I. I, I will say um, right off the bat. this is very much in line with those, if not a little more so. Um, I, I think it is like, like a pretty decent continuation of those movies, obviously, without <laughs> Steve Rogers. Um, oh, <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Like, I'm going to jump universes quick, but like that's like that episode of Green Arrow where they focus on gun control, where there wasn't even an actual like answer to it. They played middle ground without actually giving any side some like actual... Um, any type of like actual critique and people were mad about it. They're like, well, wait, well, yeah, at least take a stance, right? <laughs> but like, like green arrow is literally a liberal character. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say not to get too off topic, but the CW is like super left leaning at least. Um, it, We've yeah, all it's, it's not like they're shying away from it. I, I don't think that's going to offend anyone because that's a, what a lot of the CW's audience is, right? Um, Watch a season of Supergirl, Flash, and yeah. The Arrow. It's literally all... I don't even have to say this. We all we all already know. Yeah, Moving on. Exactly. So, uh, uh, Mike, as you were going with your uh, critically uh, opinionated uh, speech on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier... So we gave a lot of time to, you know, we gave a lot of development to Sam throughout the series. We saw his life. We gave Bucky a few moments in the first episode and throughout the rest of the series. Like Bucky just, I don't know, we dropped off on character development for him, just showing that he's not the Winter Soldier anymore and left it at that. Yeah, it's almost more just... I agree with the, this. It, it's really like the Falcon show featuring the Winter Soldier. You know, it's like Bucky really Pretty didn't much, have... But also... But also, yeah. like, here's my thing. Like, uh, even in the when Steve Rogers was Captain America in all the movies, he still was kind of like on the sidelines. Even in his own movie, the Captain Captain America and the Winter Soldier, I felt like he was more like just on the back burner. Like, okay, where are we really going to get something where Sebastian Stan does something that everybody's going to go like, oh my god, yes, that's not Endgame. Yeah. Well, and so that brings me to one of the points I was thinking about, which, uh, you know, I've talked about this with John a bunch of times since, you know, he's or Infinity War. I'm sorry. He's much more of what I was saying. (laughs) So he's much more of a Captain America fan than I am. So I've brought this up a few times. And I I, I think, Micah, you've read a decent amount of the uh, comics, haven't you? Oh, yeah. We'll go with that. So uh, I had the least amount of comic knowledge, likely amongst us three. So I do want to preface this by saying both Bucky and Sam actually do become Captain America at some point in the comics. Bucky, this got is true. To oh, yeah. a lot sooner, strictly because Bucky was Watch a death much battle. You understand? <laughs> Bucky was introduced in the Marvel Universe way before Sam Wilson. Um, and I, I, I don't even know when uh, Sam Wilson's exact introduction was. But, you probably know better than I would. But Sam was alive longer than. Bucky, right? So he's 102 years old. So, well, no, jo- Jack. Just because, um, mm-hmm. Bucky wasn't actually brought back until I think either the 90s or the early 2000s. Oh, oh, we're going comic canon. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Wow, I didn't even. Re- My bad. <laughs> I think I'm thinking MCU timeline. It was very much a Jason Todd type move where he was like dead for a really long time in the comics and then just brought back seemingly out of nowhere. Um, so well, Marvel likes to do that. So. 
So I will say, I don't think uh, Bucky being introduced before Sam Wilson necessarily invalidates Sam Wilson's claim to the title. Um, but what I want to know is, do you think Bucky deserved this more? Like the MCU version of Bucky deserved to be Cap more than Sam Wilson? Hmm. No. Why not? No, in regard to what? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm genuinely asking here. I'm curious because I, I don't know how you're answering. Uh, no, I don't yeah. think that Bucky would deserve it more per se um i didn't think sam really deserved it either it was more so what he did after he accepted that he would become cap that uh right really so you think this him. so my so take think, on go ahead uh, so my quick take on that i'll i'll try to simplify it as best i can so during the series at one time uh bucky Lur was just like steve gave you the shield he gave you a black man in the shield or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, Miami. Mean, I'm terrible at quoting shit, all right? We've made it evident sure throughout <laughs> 60 plus episodes of this damn show. Right. But, uh, so yeah, he pretty much said, he gave you a black man in the shield. So I was just like, all right, obviously there had to be something right there in order to be some type of not only current social uh, significance, but also the significance in their own timeline as well, considering like, there in the future and everybody's so misplaced because everybody was like, you know, half the population was gone for a couple of years. Thanks to Thanos. So it was right. like, they really wanted to tackle the actual like issues, not in real life. But you guys can go see where I'm going here. Yeah. I, I sort of get what you're talking about. And, you know, we're going to talk about the flag smashers for sure later on, since that's obviously a big part of the politics of this. Um, so I will say, and I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here, and since uh, not to say, uh, so I will say I do think after seeing this whole series, Sam Wilson does make a good cap. I'm totally fine with him. He does taking on that role. Um, uh, so why should Bucky be cap? Why did he deserve the role? And uh, you know, again, I'm playing devil's advocate here since you guys don't seem to agree with that point. Um, I mean, no, I, I agree. Can, here's the thing: timelines canonically wise, he absolutely deserved to be cap. But uh, from what I know, like through my limited uh, uh, comic knowledge, is that he wanted to go through his own like psychological like. Uh, process in order to attain peace first before taking up his uh, best friend's moniker is my thing. Like, canonically wise, it, that's the only thing that annoyed me, but other than that, I, I absolutely love the idea of Sam being the new cat. I, I genuinely do, but I always felt like canonically it should have been Bucky first. But other than that, I got no beef with it. So, uh, CJ, you continue with your point. I'm sorry for cutting you off right there. No problem. So, I, I will say uh, I do think it makes more sense for Bucky strictly because part of his arc to this whole point was like essentially him mm -hmm. being Steve's best friend, being the guy who mentored Steve, being the guy who saved Steve, who clearly has this really good heart about him. Right. Like that that's who Bucky is in Captain yeah. America, the first Avenger. Uh, you see his fall from grace literally over the course of like this gap between movies, right? You, you know, mm -hmm. something shitty happened, had to happen to him when he became the winter soldier, when, you know, it's an op a pretty obvious reveal just from the uh, trailers alone. But, um, you know, you know, something had to happen. They obviously expand on that a lot more in Captain America when you sort of see, well, I, I guess the most striking moment is when you see the uh, 1992 footage of him literally killing Tony Stark's parents. Um, uh, yeah, that's all. You, you Not just brutal at all. You get this understanding that he's been through this trauma. He was completely out of control of his own body. He was, you know, just not himself. You know, he was so, fully conscious of it. 
so his whole arc is really dedicated to him recovering from this fall of grace. And you see that play out a little bit in Captain America and the Winter Soldier in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Excuse me. Um, obviously, the first episode, you get a lot of this hint. He's hanging out with this older guy and, you know, whose son he obviously murdered. Oh, um, God, that, that broke my heart. Yeah, that that was depressing. And I, I do feel oh, for this guy because it seems like they had a good friendship. And, you know, I know it's like, like here's the thing. The fact that he was able to receive that close for himself is what made for me i'm sorry continue on uh, off topic there you all, you you do have to empathize with his plight right like he's absolutely he, he literally oh can God. only it's like he can only really relate to people that age because that's mentally where he's at he's a product yeah. of the 1910s you know they literally even said in the beginning that uh the one episode when he was going on that <sighs> I, I i guess we'll call it a blind date with the the bartender we'll right. say or the server. I, I don't know if they gave her a Yeah, bartender, I, I think, bad. is fine. I think she was serving herself. I, I don't shots, think they right? gave her a name, and I feel bad. But you know what I mean? When he brought flowers, he was like, well, are you old-fashioned? I'm like, he's 102 years old. He fought in World War II. What did you think? <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, oh, right. She doesn't realize who the hell he is. And I was like, oh. <laughs> right. So I'm um, like, it, it, I, I get what they were going with there. So why do I think Bucky deserves to be Cap? And again, that's not to say I actually believe Bucky should be Cap. It's more, uh, you know, uh, why, why? I feel like he will be. Right. Um, so basically, and no, I, I don't think he will be. I think Sebastian Stan will retire from the MCU before that happens. But, uh, uh, shit. No, I, I do think Sam Wilson's going to be in it for a while. Um, uh, unless something horribly wrong goes uh, with Anthony Mackie. I don't know, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the guy. The guy was in Eight Mile with Eminem. He's had an amazing yeah, so, career. He, you know who the hell this guy is. Let's be real, people. Right. So, but like, uh, I want to see both, but it's just like, who's the set? I will say, leading up to this series, and I do think Captain America and the Winter Soldier, again, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America and the Winter Soldier is just the end credits. I, I'm, I'm going to keep doing that, so I'm just going to own up to it. Um, it's it, Cap Four, let's before, be real. That's before enough. you sort of see Sam Wilson's character uh, explored a little more in this, you, you have to admit, it, you really don't know too much about this character, right? Like, uh, he's no, essentially just really. introduced yeah. as being this guy who's in the army that Steve met while he was jogging. Bucky is literally this guy's friend from childhood. He's literally this guy that uh, knows Captain America better than anybody. Yeah, uh, who literally protected him from getting the crap kicked out of him all the time. And he, he's literally he even said it in the first movie, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, it's very obvious that, uh, uh, you know, he has a good heart about him. He wants to sort of protect the same ideals that Steve wanted to protect. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's like, what is the end of his arc if not that? And again, again the series well, does explore also, that. It does, like, work, do mm -hmm. right by him, in my opinion, though they could have explored, you know, the effect of PTSD on him a little more. It seemed like it was very much slanted towards uh, Sam Wilson's character. Yeah. That's just Yeah, me. because the, uh, during, during that scene when uh, Sam was getting racially profiled by the police, I was like, dude, this would have been an excellent time for Bucky Barnes's PTSD to go absolutely off because that's when they said... Oh, uh, sorry, you missed a mandatory therapy. That's like missing an, uh, an appointment with your PO. I was like, dude, the, we, we should have just had Bucky freak out for some damn reason instead of something like that. I was like, okay, come on. You're trying to go cur too current with the times. And no. you arguing with me on that, then sorry, but get over it. So, <laughs> I, will, I will say, um, just 
just sorry not to cut you off, but yeah. uh, I do want to make the quick point. Um, just thinking about the politics of the show, did either of you sort of go into episode four thinking, oh, uh, John Walker's going to get off completely scot free despite killing a guy in broad daylight? Like in front um, of all of these cameras, I, I, um, the part of me really uh, thought they were going to go to serious or do you want my initial repeat opinion? Yeah, part of me really thought they were going to be really cynical about it and just talk about police accountability and how everyone gets oh, off scot free. Do you want a real answer? I mean, yes, I'll let so my, I'll my answer. answer first. Okay, every single fucking hero in the MCU has killed someone. For sure, but not that gruesome. Yes, literally, like, oh my... F- and as we know, most of Spider-Man what the media shows killed. us is theatrical. <laughs> well, yeah. Mysterio killed himself, let's be real. Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. He was fucking kind trying of, to kill him. It was in self-defense. Whatever, you can use any justification. Well, it's not the JJJ same as literally... JJJ says otherwise, and I trust a it's man not that like was Tony won Stark awards. Killian's head off. <laughs> no, his heart out. Sorry, that's right. Black Widow never killed anybody. She wasn't a super villain before she met Hawkeye. Thor never killed anyone. I'm thinking... Oh my god, don't get me started. You know, I think about it, uh, Tony probably does have the highest body count of anyone in the MCU, right? I don't know. Probably by accident. That's the thing. Think about it. Before he was in the... Before he was Iron Man, he was a major military contractor. He sold weapons to both sides. Mm. Uh, The guy who sold military weapons to whoever had enough money. I don't know. Thor fought in actual wars, though, and killed how many... Yeah, that, that's true. Thousands? He's, I mean, he is thousands of years old, so that's Millions? also fair. <laughs> um, How many yeah, times so, did Ragnarok happen and Surger just plunges sword into the damn thing? I don't know, maybe a hundred? Yeah, so they have obviously all killed before. So what makes yeah, John like, Walker different? It's like, guys, come on. It's because he's Captain America. Because, you know, Captain America didn't fucking kill anyone, ever. Marvel's <laughs> capable of dark moments, too. It's not just DC. Yep. Captain America is America's sweetheart. Didn't he, like, fucking kill Hitler? Yeah, he's America's sweetheart. Killing is bad. No, it's not. It's Hitler. Uh, and not when it's Nazis, let's be real. Headache. If, it, if it's Nazis, it's justified. <laughs> it's just for fun. You want to kill some <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> okay, Can you so... <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a few more points to bring up. Um... First of, all, <laughs> first of all, basically, I think within a day of uh, the finale coming out, they announced that Captain America 4 would be coming out with Sam Wilson in the title role. Um, I'm beyond excited. And we basically know it's going to be, uh, you know, created essentially from the same creative team that brought us Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So yeah. what do you guys think we're going to see in Captain America I was going to say, are Patriot. the Russo brothers involved in this at all? We're gonna see I Patriot. think they're officially off. Yeah, so- probably. What was that, Mike? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Oh, I said we're going to definitely see Patriot. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're definitely going to be seeing U.S. Agent at some point. Yeah, John Walker is definitely going to make Oh, I was like, really? U.S. Agent? That's the name? Well, that's actually the character's name in the comics. If we can get a... Uh, like a comic accurate suit and everything, which was... That is yeah. lazy. If we can get a... Yeah, well, he was, that is so he lazy. was literally intended <laughs> to be a Captain America ripoff, so I, I, you I, know, I, I think... It, serves its purpose pretty well well i mean the fact that he came up in the finale and i was just like wow look at that shield that's gonna get destroyed in a second and he was like i'm amazed that thing didn't snap like a twig on initial contact i'm amazed it lasted that long i'm amazed that he was even around for that so i was just like oh okay we'll see how this goes yeah so 
Look, obviously, uh, John Walker did get a lot of hate in the MCU. Uh, <laughs> just like, you know, uh, like a lot of Marvel fans were just pissed off the character. Look, I he mean, he didn't even fans. deserve it. Uh, let's be real. More people were pissed off at the end of episode five when they realized, oh, no, Cap's going to be a black guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think you had a lot of people pissed off about I that. I am not wrong. That was trending on Twitter for hours. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, look, I, I mean, it, it needs to be. I, I feel like it's been said to death, but it needs to be said. There's toxic fans in literally every fan base. I don't it's think stupid. I don't Stop think that, doing this shit, people. I don't think that handful of bad Marvel fans really like ruined the entire brand. I don't think the vast majority of the fan base is like that. But oh, guess what? You know, I'm that saying that to those type of fans right now. You can't ruin these brands because guess what? It makes too many damn people happy. If you're choosing to be miserable, that's on you, motherfucker. Yeah, realistically, I think a lot of the people who were pissed off that uh, Sam Wilson is the new Cap, and again, dude, it's called it's Get a, Over It. it it's, it's a movie. It's a show. Get over it. Yeah, it's it's like, not don't real. Take it so seriously. Why right? are you mad? Um, it, it's the same group of people who legitimately were sending, John, um, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Why uh, Russell death threats for like being U.S. Oops. agent. Why Russell's the guy who plays uh, oh. U.S. agent. Uh, oh, Captain America. I was like, who the hell are you talking about? I was Jeff, like, wait, John never Walker. mind. Yeah. So that's unnecessary, people. Seriously, he's just doing his job. He's got rent to pay. Fuck off. So, first of all, what did you guys think of U.S. Agent? Or uh, I, I, oh, no, I guess I'll call him John Walker since that's DJ. the character's actual name. Yeah. One last thing to add for the Captain America 4. Sure. Red Guardian. <gasps> yes. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> I am excited. That would be for cool. that idea. And Captain Britain. Ooh. I, I mean, I, I you need Jack. To, do you think it's going to be too ambitious to bring them all in? Because uh, oh come on, let's be real. Union Jack is going to have to make an an announcement at least some point. I, I mean, real. Well, they have Black Knight in the Eternals. That's true. Ooh. They do. Um, I will say, is it Moon Knight supposed to be getting his own movie soon? Moon Knight's getting a series with a uh, Oscar Isaac. Oh, it's uh, a series. Yeah, playing Moon Knight. So it's going to be another Disney Plus series, either end of twenty twenty one or early twenty twenty two. I cannot wait. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, even if it is just like a Marvel ripoff of Batman. Oh, I, whatever. I, I'm cool with that. Moon Knight finally. It's going to be fucking cool. Um, what else was I saying about Captain America 4? Oh, yeah, Red Guardian. Um, I, I, I will say I, I'm liking what I'm seeing of David Harbour's take on the characters so far. But oh, obviously we man, haven't seen no. much beyond a few trailers. Uh, who knows if Black Widow is actually going to come out this year? Probably. Uh, but they've delayed it like five <laughs> times. So, isn't you know, it supposed to come guess. out in July? That's yeah. The, yeah, like, it's in July. They've literally delayed it. Like, I, I, I swear it's probably it, at least three times. They're seriously killing me. I'm like, hey guys, let's be real. Yeah, we're all gonna be vaccinated by then. I'm storming that goddamn movie theater to support my girl because I know she didn't die for a stone for nothing. Yeah, so I do want to see that. I, I, I do Stan think um, Scarlet Joe hashtag Stan Scarlet Joe. So I, I do. I will. I would gladly support. Uh, you know this version of uh, Red Guardian being in uh, Captain America Four, assuming I one thousand percent would back that as well. Um. So what was I saying about U.S. Agent? Um. Oh yeah. What did you guys think right, of right, the right, character? What did you think him? of his transformation over time? Uh. Yeah. What did you think of him initially? I guess is the. Uh, oh, I loved question. him. Uh, I was gonna say, Mike. Would you like to take this first, or? Oh yeah. I, I, de- I like in the beginning. Like I'm reading all the reviews and people being like, John Walker's such an asshole. I hate this guy. I'm like, they they've given you no reason to yet. Like besides, he's like, yeah. do you want to be a wingman? Like. 
I understand that like the black character being a sidekick is a bad idea, but I'm, that's not what he meant. He meant like my partner. Like um, that was his best friend as well. Like guys, come on. And then in that last episode, he's just friendly again. Like they criticize him, then they're just friends again. So I was going to say, I, I do think you get this sort of sense that there's a smugness about him in the first episode. Just like the one like last mm. frame of that episode where you see his face, he, he, you know, he, nah, like, there's an unexplainable quality, right? Uh, he just seems kind of full of himself just from that initial glance. Right. Um, but realistically, I think people were pissed off that someone was Cap other than Steve Rogers, which was going to happen no matter who. You no, cast no, no, no. Uh, let's be honest, honest and say, like, let's dwell in the further into the fourth wall. People were more pissed. It wasn't Chris Evans as sure. Captain America as Steve Rogers, because come on. Yeah, when you look at Chris Evans, him. you are immediately happy. As much as I love both Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, you're you're just never yep. going to replace Chris Evans. You know, you're never going to nope, replace that's the original a, Captain America. And that's an apology for me as well. Sebastian Stan, I love you. You're a handsome son of a bitch, but Chris Evans, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm straight and I can appreciate the beauty of a man and woman. Get at me. That's a very good quality to have. It shows you're secure in your masculinity and it makes you I am seem very like secure with myself person. and I don't care. Um, so what did you think of U.S. agent or John Walker? So uh, my opinion, as the uh, U.S. agent, I've actually been very excited to talk about this because I know a lot of people on Twitter have been talking about him. So at first when I saw him, the first episode, I'll go by that. Uh, I was like, absolutely hell no who the hell do you think you are thinking of replacing captain america obviously because i'm one of the people that love chris evans and as steve rogers aka captain america more than anything along the death but at first i was like eh, i don't know about that then the next episode came on we were getting his backstory how he did so much already for our beautiful country and just like how he was a very selfless man at first and how incredibly nervous and even he was like saying i'm not trying to replace steve rogers like, he literally was given the job by the United States senators because they were just yeah. like, on paper, hey, this guy could be a great Captain America. And on paper, they're right. You right? can't like, blame him. <laughs> um, you cannot blame him. They literally molded him and literally trained him to be Captain America, even in his trial case, where obviously he killed a man in broad daylight. Did I agree with that? No, you are a fucking idiot. You think I agree with that. Yeah, but so. in all that, he was right going off on those senators, literally saying, you literally made me. I followed your orders. Yeah, he was so he, absolutely justified there. John Walker, scapegoat, 2021. Get at me. I loved so, it to death, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I will say I like the character. Um, I like I feel like they could have played him more subtly. Right? He, I feel like why yeah, Russell could yeah. have played him. He as being, had some redeemable qualities, but I was just like, all right, yeah. dude, when your best friend gets murdered, that's not how you act. Like, yeah, I mean, I can you didn't see you didn't see Steve Rogers go absolutely AWOL when he thought his best friend literally fell off a freaking cliff and literally they did not find the body for years on end. So, again, it, he's not meant to be Steve Rogers. He's meant to be his own character. No shit, obviously. Well, I'm, yeah, th- right. That's what I'm trying to like. Find, that's the only way I compare it really in actuality to what we had witnessed recently. You know what I mean? Yeah, so there obviously could have been a little more nuance there. I'm still pretty happy with his portrayal. I'm anxious to see what they do with him in the future. It's pretty clear this isn't the end of U.S. Agent. I could see him also making an appearance in Captain America before. Um, uh, uh, Yeah, I want to see what they do with him. That brings me to my next question. I'm very curious, actually. 
that brings me to my next question. And I feel like this is going to go over Jack's head since he's never seen an episode of Seinfeld. I don't know if you have Mike. Oh, great. Uh, Here we go. Um, <laughs> you prick. So I, I will preface this by saying um, I rewatch uh, like Seinfeld's one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. <laughs> I rewatched uh, the new adventures of old Christine shortly after I got HBO Max and Veep. I binged. It, it was like literally one of the first shows I binged into the pandemic. Julia Louis-Dreyfus has a very small role in the series. She appears twice as... Exactly. Um, So she's Elaine in Seinfeld. She's President Meyer in Veep. uh, And in in, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, she plays... And I'm literally reading this off the script because I couldn't pronounce this or remember remember this name otherwise. She plays Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, also known as Val, also known as the person who gives U.S. agent the black suit. Wait, wait, what? The chick with the purple hair? Who is the what? So literally an A-list actor, actress, who has a very no, actress small fair. actress gender neutral now. Yeah, so very small role in this series, but obviously you wouldn't cast someone like Julia Louis Dreyfus in a role like this if she wasn't going to have a bigger role to play. So the question I mean, is: Would you make decap Spider Man? Sorry, what? Uh, I, whenever I see decap, I meant uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I, I was wondering what the who the fuck is decap? Is this some like a list actor I've never heard of? <laughs> it, that's the only way I can refer to him without having to say his whole damn name just because I'm lazy. Okay, so anyway, um, what what do you think Julie Louis-Dreyfus, or what do you think Val, or whoever, however you want to refer to her, um, what role do you think she'll play I'll just play call her Valentina. That's literally what just said in the captions. Val, whatever. Um, Val, Valentina. Yeah, it's like... So they've, uh, yeah, what do you think she's gonna, like, what do you think her future is here? What do you think uh, she's going to uh, do come Captain America? The Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. Oh my god, the Thunderbolts. Want to expand on that? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about the Thunderbolts. Well, I mean, it seems like she's more like gathering heroes that will do whatever the government wants, so I'm sure she's not above enlisting some questionable mercenaries or um... Ronin. How should we say villains to uh, do what the government needs them to do, like a suicide squad, but for Marvel. So basically, Guardians I mean, of the Galaxy that's contracted by the. You gotta realize the US Hawkeye's already one of those guys. So. I, so, okay, so basically, and you know, you probably know a lot more about this thing than I do. I know the basic origins <laughs> and some of the basic lineups <laughs> of the Thunderbolts, but feel free to expand on it. Um, basically, what you're saying is you think she's essentially just a sort of independent contractor from the U.S. military that still has deep ties to the U.S. government and is essentially forming a new team. A la Nick Fury, but uh, with Ooh. more obedient soldiers. So more like to do the secret, like to do the stuff the government needs done. That's shady as shit. Okay, so, so guys and girls with several life sentences. Got it. Well, U.S. agent isn't uh, that bad, but <laughs> I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm just taken. saying as an example because we're all be, as uh, Mike suggested earlier, uh, Marvel Suicide Squad. Well, like, depending on who they get, they could get, like, Thunderbolt Ross when he becomes Red Hulk eventually. Um, or, which would make sense. It could be. Assuming they expand on that in She-Hulk. Um, I mean, I wish we finally got some other Hulks. That'd be nice. It would have been better than that abo- movie with Abomination. Oh. Side note, uh, fun fact, my company is actually supplying fabric to the set of She-Hulk. Get the fuck out. Yeah, for sure. Congrats, damn. Yeah. 
So I'm not sure what they're using it for, but I know uh, the actual studio bought it from a company that buys from us. So <laughs> um, clearly got a contract with them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, actually, if you think about the fact that uh, you know Thunderbolt Ross, you know, probably is going to make an appearance in She-Hulk, uh, it's not too shocking. He better. Um, what a, I will at least want Gray Hulk to start being canon because that's what makes sense and why Endgame would maybe infuriate going like, oh great, Banner and Hulk. Used. Yeah, I, I will say wonderful. That, that's because it makes no sense. That's something that actually did really bug me about Endgame that I feel like not enough people talked about <laughs> was uh, yeah, I, they, they was just, I literally was like my girl, I tried to explain it to my girlfriend and she was just like, you might as well be speaking a different language and I was like, shit, I should I, shut up then, huh? I will say, um, as great as Endgame was, as great of an experience as it was, they basically made some decisions that were essentially yeah. for comedic purposes that, you know, like, you know, basically <laughs> just won't once work again well we are term. all saying we do love endgame but with our degrees from our previous college experiences we tear them apart like everything else so we're gonna move on again so for what it's worth <laughs> uh for what it's worth fat four was the other like really bad decision that uh oh my god you know it, you know, it works in the moment yeah, it's oh my god dad boss door made me want to hurl yeah so well, oh yeah, uh, other members of the Thunderbolts. Uh, who else do you think they yeah. could put in this theoretical uh, MCU version of the Thunderbolts, Mike? You know who would be fun? Who? Deadpool. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. And uh, they're obviously looking for a place for him. So <laughs> let's be real. Ryan Reynolds has been barking up that tree for the past ten years now, probably ever since oh, that yeah, Green no, Lantern I, movie. <laughs> I mean, look, so we already know Deadpool three is coming under the MCU banner. We already know they're open to doing Please more R-rated stories. Involve Ralph Boner. Please involve <laughs> Ralph Boner. <laughs> yeah. The first um, reference to Wandavision tonight. Yeah, I'm actually shocked that's the first one we made. I, I, I will say, um, I, I think I mentioned it. You knew that joke wasn't uh, going to fly, fly in this show without me. Uh, okay, so Deadpool could be a cool addition. I know he's also got some, uh, like, I, I don't know if he's a well-established member, but I know he's been associated with the Thunderbolts in the past, so that's not too far out of the question. Oh, he was? Really? Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of this. Yeah, I don't think it was ever like a long-standing relationship, but I know uh, there was definitely some. It's not a long-standing no. relationship with him and anything besides death, like, uh, an alien prostitute, and Domino. Yeah, basically, and Cable. I think I think no, it was yeah, that 2011. He, he doesn't discriminate. No, it was 2012, but they made a Thunderbolts theme that was Red Hulk, Elektra, Deadpool. And like two other red characters. Really? Fucking weird. Hmm. I wasn't aware of this, and that does sound weird as hell. Electra Nachos? Really? Yeah, well, Electra's obviously not coming back for this. Um, no I, I shit, consider- she's dead in the damn Daredevil series for the love of Christ. In one universe. I mean, I was going to say, I, I just yeah. think they're going out of their way to sort of sever any ties to the Netflix MCU. I, I just don't think they're bringing back any of those characters anytime soon. That, uh, well, Eric has uh, said uh, for me to get back into the series because he said uh, season two is eh, but it has Punisher, but season three is a lot better than uh, people think it is. But I'm just like, I'm just overall skeptical of the whole th- I, thing because I, I just felt like I was disappointed most of the time. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about it. Um, in general, I'm not a fan of the Netflix Marvel series. Uh, and, you know, I it, try to like them. There's some good man. moments. Jessica Jones, the first season, is phenomenal. Punisher, the first season, is great. I love David Tennant, man. Don't get me wrong. I love David, David Tennant. Yeah. Like, dude, this yeah, guy was around for me back in Doctor Who when he was the 10th Doctor for all my Whovians out there. Uh, I will say both Disney <laughs> Plus Marvel series. It was so hard for me to watch. Both Disney Plus Marvel series so much better than anything we saw on Netflix. 
absolutely 110%, not even 100%, that's infinity percent agreed. My God. <laughs> really? More than the dead uh, Daredevil fights? Oh, shut Daredevil. up, Mike. <laughs> it really didn't do much for me. I love you, I know I'm in already saying that, but uh, honestly, I was not impressed by the fight choreography in Daredevil. Me either. I like, uh, dude, him and Fist going at it entertained me. It really did, but like, dude, no, like... WandaVision in itself was most more entertaining by far. Like yeah. just like being, hey, we're gonna make jokes about every sitcom ever made. So you I know? will say, um, when it comes to the Marvel Netflix series, there are standout moments throughout <coughs> each of the series, right? There are moments that go like, oh shit, that was really cool. I, mm-hmm. I can totally see why people are into this, right? Yeah. When it comes to both WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it actually plays like a movie. It's not a chore to watch, mm-hmm. you know? It's actually entertaining throughout the entire series. It's well-paced. It's well-balanced. It's with a great cast throughout. Um, and then, bam, actual projection like Stephen Strange, thus confirming yeah. multiverse. So, and again, and that's part of the reason why I think WandaVision is a better series than Falcon and the Winter oh, Soldier. I'm so just- stoked for that, too. Like, can we all agree? Like, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen is like one of the best cast characters. Oh my in the god, MCU. god bless I think that she's woman phenomenal. not ending up with like her batshit crazy sisters. Yeah, god bless um, that woman. Uh, <laughs> wow, we went off on a tangent. Um, what else were we? Not saying? really, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you have anything else to say about anything we were talking about, or should I get on to my next point? I don't. <laughs> hey, I mean. <laughs> Wasn't oh, really yeah, a tan- so, tangent, but that's our second reference to WandaVision. So moving on. <laughs> so essentially, Mike was saying, um, you know, um, the Thunderbolts are probably an inevitability with the introduction of Julia Louis Dreyfus's Val. By the way, Val, I, you know, just from my brief research into the comics, and this was a character I was totally unfamiliar with, like when they first made the appearance uh, on the series. Um, very just generic sort of shield associated espionage like you know she's not anything special so to have an a-list actress like julia louis dreyfus playing her you know you gotta wonder if she's gonna have a bigger role than she ever did in the comics and part of the reason why they cast her is probably just to make it seem like (laughs) there's more going on here than there is or there's more for this character that really does not have much of a basis in the comics yeah, like I no, I'm sorry. I I realize uh, you're still going. My bad. Continue. No, you're good. Um, but so basically, what I was saying is, uh, you know, the, because there's not much of a precedent here, it's giving Marvel fans less to expect. Here, there's going to be more of a surprise yeah. here because we don't know what's going to happen. There's not much of a basis going here. Um, so yeah, I do it, like my theory. Compa- yeah, if I had to compare it to DC, I would say Valentina is like that chick that from Supergirl. Or metahuman from Flash. I can't remember which is which because of how fucked that entire show and all the CW shows have literally made a giant close to fuck them themselves. But the chick that can make a, like metal come to her arm and all that. Oh, the I pretty much compared yeah. her to Valentina. I feel yeah. like she should have a much larger role later on. But I feel like they're going to probably screw it up. Frankly, yeah. that's just the best way I can see it right now. I hope it's not the case. But one can help. You know what I mean? Right. Um, OK, so that's basically all I had to say about her. I do like the Thunderbolts theory. I could definitely see that happening. And it seems actually more uh, I would be very excited about the, the Thunderbolts considering how many times they made the Fantastic Four fucking fail. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Stop. Seriously, so, it's not that hard. 
Okay, so the last point I had, and uh, this might leave, leave us talking for a while, which is why I sort of saved it for last. Um, the Flag Smashers are obviously the main antagonistic force throughout this entire series. Uh, they make some interesting points, right? Like, they are... They do. Let, let, let's they really not, do. Let's not mince words here. Let's just say it is a terrorist organization. You should not be empathizing with them that much. <laughs> But, uh, Those who use violence involving their politics are known as terrorist groups. Well, yeah, it's exactly. literally it, it, that's amongst yeah. the definition. I'm paraphrasing. I, it's it's a simplified definition, but that's essentially what a terrorist organization is. Um, okay, all that so did let's talk about first of all why the the flag smashers exist, right? Um, yeah, you have in, in this version of the MCO in this future post Endgame MCO. The blip. So, uh, for context, for people, this is around like 2023. Yes, exactly. So, uh, like five years after the events of yeah. Infinity War. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Infinity War. I'm sorry. I, phew, yeah, continue before I say something stupid. Oh my god. So, the Flag Smashers. Essentially, their whole goal is to bring the world back to what it was before the blip. Before, like everyone was sort of brought back into existence. They see life as being better before the blip. Mm-hmm. They think because you know gradually world powers are starting to take over again uh, because people yeah. are being relocated. Because you know you have all these refugees everywhere. Uh, it's essentially causing That's a lot chaos. of deportation. Yeah, it's just a lot of things that uh, on, on paper like you know should not have happened that should have been better organized uh <laughs> i mean even, so, even falcon was snapped and in the first episode the banker said well you haven't had any income for the past five years i'm like he didn't exist yeah that seems like, like a massive what? oversight right like how how can he be the first person the, he's talking the, to his there, sister right, even that, right? said that i was like bro and then he was hey, like guys. your family oh. all right uh thank you guys for having me on the podcast and i enjoy flag smashing and whatever you kids are into these days <laughs> And that is our great friend, Mike Carewitch, who is an amazing human being, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so he has actually left us. Um, ah. Well, I wanted to move on to that talk about this last part, but, uh, you know, we're pretty much wrapping up here, so... Uh, yeah, 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 we can, we can finish this up. Okay, so basically... Uh, okay, so it's pretty clear based on their goals. And you, do, is there anything I've missed yeah. out on their goals here? Do you want to bring anything no, else uh, up? I, I feel like from what I saw from the flags bash... The, <clears throat> Oh my god, I'm doing it now. The Flag Smashers, I thought they were very reasonable terms, very understandable terms, and if they're in a perfect world, this is all hypothetical, in a perfect world, some of them might have been met if there was proper, you know, protesting and all that involved, but no, unfortunately, like, everything in the goddamn world, it turned violent, and people took those ideals to the extreme so that's where, once again, the word terrorist group then applies to them because, well, Car- let's be real. Uh, let's just take Carly as the example. She went from absolutely uh, left to a uh, radical terrorist literally throughout the entire goddamn series. Even Sebastian's, excuse me, Winter Soldier was like, all right, I've been down this road. You're literally doing what I'm doing. Don't do it. Yeah. So and she didn't fucking listen. I was like, what do you expect, people? So, look, not to get too political here, I'm not going to, like, say any specific real-world examples since it's going to be We have our opinions, but we don't put them here, folks. It's obvious that there are real-world examples that this sort of radicalization could apply to, right? Like, you have groups that often do start out with good intentions, that have members and leadership that take it too far. It depends how the media paints them. Yeah, but to be fair, the Flag Smashers were genuinely up to evil shit. There's obviously... 
without groups a doubt. I'm, similar, I'm not denying that. There, there's obviously groups with similar ideologies, but uh, different motivations oh, yeah. that sort of have like a real world basis there. So it's not like completely out of the blue. It's not that unrelatable. Um, you can understand why the Flag Smashers exist in this world, right? Like basically anytime there's a they major issue. They for a very understandable reason overall. That's the thing. Basically anytime there's a major issue that's this divisive, you're going to have some groups that emerge as essentially an activist group. And when it comes to something that's this powerful... Um, yeah. Again, in this case, and, it's literally a, a blip that's causing these refugees, that's causing this immigration crisis, that's causing this relocation, that's causing and, this shelter crisis, that's causing this resource crisis, and a number of other crises. And like you said, with the real life, uh, the real life. Uh, oh my God, I'm literally starting so hard. <laughs> um, parallel. <laughs> the parallel of between real life and the cinematic because we love to use the word refugee terrorist immigration in our current news all the time i'm not saying anything but i'm just saying if you're watching the show you're hearing these words a lot even in real life and you're watching yeah. remember you're watching a tv show that's all i'm saying well look it has a real world basis they clearly yeah. were trying to make a statement with us uh again uh you know, it's not our position here to sort of offend anyone, which inevitably, if you get into the politics, no, no, no. We, of it, we, you're going we to try our best somebody. to keep this neutral for everybody. I, but it's I, like, I think we're, yeah. we're look, it's like they're dealing with political subjects. I think we do a pretty good job of keeping it apolitical. And I, keeping our I always pride myself on trying to be unbiased as possible. I know I have my biased opinions on fucking everything, but like right. I, I'm not going to push them on anybody that because that makes me look like the asshole. So That's the thing. That brings me to the crux of my question. Um, first of all, I, and I, I think we already sort of brushed upon this. Um, are they justified in their actions, the Flag Smashers? I mean, it, it would depend on which end of the stick they were on. That's literally what I have to say, because like, uh, and for uh, to put it in perspective for everybody that is curious as to what I mean, what end of the stick, like, all right, so uh, think of the senator that Captain America is talking to in the finale. He's literally like, dude, you have the power to change everything with a goddamn phone call. What are you talking about? But if you're on Carly's end going like, if they were like, oh, make a phone call, they would be like, to what? My mom? I'm sorry I failed in life? Like, it's, that's what I'm saying. So just to take the trying cynical, to get at it here, really, I, just, I don't know. Just to take the cynical approach here, no yeah. one person in this country has that much power. The president himself no, no, and they uh, does not have that much power, right? Um, the the president is a political figure at this damn point. Let's be right, real. So, people, come on. No, I mean, you talk about power as it pertains to political figures. Um, it, it's more soft motion. They can influence certain events. Yeah. They can, you know, uh, create an image that's really about it you know as far as uh much like as the far show as altering symbol, world events, if you will it, it takes many small motions to make a big motion it's not oh, something yeah. that you can change just that easily you don't get a tsunami from a little wave on the beach so, like so the criticism that someone might have for that exact moment is that he's being a little bit idle idealistic mm -hmm. right you, you can literally change things that easily even though sometimes it'd be nice if we could the thing is as he's saying that, as he's being idealistic, millions of people are, are watching him give this speech. It's influencing all of these people. Oh, yeah. it's it, it's sort of driving the point home that one individual can have a big impact if they reach enough people. 
But also, let's be real, real quick. Uh, we all know when they were uh, canonically airing that show live, we know there was a lot of people getting very angry, probably breaking their TVs at the very sight of it. And to me, sure. it just makes me laugh, frankly, because uh, like, how can you hate something so much without a valid reason? <laughs> That's it. Right. So the last thing I did want to bring up about the Flag Smashers before we close out here. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We know they're not done. Just because Carly's no, dead. No, they're, they're so mean. not done. And it's sort of implied, like, you see, um, you know, the one soldier at the end closing up their uh, little was truck. Uh, Carly, right. Well, oh, wait, no, never mind, Carly. never mind. It was, yeah, Neither. it was a soldier saying yeah. one world, one people to the uh, people that exactly. are, are quote-unquote dead. That obviously implies that even without a formal leadership, there's still people who empathize with these goals. The movement is larger than this one group. Yeah, she literally did say, my life doesn't matter, the movement does. So it's the kind of thing where it's like, if you cut off the head of a hydra, does it, you know, stop there or does it just grow another head? Um, Now that's a solid question. And the short answer is, like, some movements are just a cult of personality, right? Like, uh, and, and again, not to, well, I, I guess I could give a few real-world examples other than the current climate, even though there is a lot of uh, examples. Uh, I think that's for another podcast, so. Um, you, you talk about, like, uh, say, the Cuban Revolution, right? It, it didn't stop. Right, I, I can accept that one. It didn't stop once, uh, you know, Fidel Castro and once, uh, you know, uh, Che Guevara. Did his brother take right? over? Yeah, yeah. He he did take over. They're still like very much in the uh, rev- like they're still very much controlled by the Castro regime, even though it's yeah. That's not what really- I was gonna say because like I, I remember reading Fidel dying, but I was just like, okay, who's in charge? I'm like, oh, his brother. Yeah, that's gonna work out great. Yeah. So the bro- the brothers essentially like literally he's it's the exact same leadership style. He's a little more open to. And I was just like, unless he's a bipolar opposite of him. Like, yeah. What do you fundamentally, want? fundamentally, not much has changed in Cuba. It's still very much the Castro regime whoever takes over next and they, they're saying like the brothers can step down eventually and it's going to be uh, like the first non-Castro in like close to 50 years um, yeah, <laughs> yeah Fidel was in power for a really long time um, but uh, regardless uh, it's like we've been alive regardless that was not a cult of personality because their goals were shared by enough people that's you know someone could easily take over that embodies those ideals um, mm-hmm. Then say you not like this is going to be an overused example, but Nazi Germany, as soon as Hitler died, the regime collapsed. People realized the Nazis were up to no good. Uh, Goebbels took over for like a day, but he died almost immediately. Um, Uh, Literally, literally, he killed himself like I think 24 hours after Hitler. And that essentially just like brought about the end of the war. The Nazi party couldn't sustain itself because it was a cult of personality, because they had no real ambitions beyond, you know, essentially spreading xenophobia and German nationalism. Let's be real. He killed off his friends. They had their hair cut wrong to him. So we know that was Stalin. But they were both crazy as shit. Who gives a shit? Uh, The point is movements are can be dependent on their leaders they can be dependent on the greater ideas what here is the case i would argue that it's the, the ideas that this movement is going to exist beyond carly there's beyond a lot of ideology overall so what role will the flag smashers play in the future like are they going to be another force in captain america 4 are they going to have rebuilt and become stronger by that point 
or will it be the opening scene of Captain America 4 and they pretty much solve the problem like they did in uh, uh excuse me Avengers Age of Ultron right wait you're talking about like, like the uh, exploding look, building or no I'm talking about how they pretty much met the twins and uh, took uh, what was his name Stoker uh, they had Loki's. They were trying to retrieve Loki's scepter, and that yeah, it was definitely Avengers Age of Ultron, right? Am I remembering this right? Right. Shit. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, oh my god, but uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like the opening scene. They take down the Flashmaster, quote unquote, for good. But uh, frankly, they play a huge factor in this upcoming movie. I actually will not be disappointed and be very happy to see how it goes. Yeah, part of me thinks, and I, I think it's a small possibility or small likelihood but um part of me thinks that uh you know the flags it's gonna be a red herring that one guy was just like one off yeah you know the flag smashers aren't gonna be that uh, fun fact batrox was uh, played by fun fact uh batrox was uh played by former mma champion georgia st pierre oh cool yeah uh, Um, i knew i was gonna be able to connect mma to this at some point (laughs) so that's really all i had as far as this uh series goes um Honestly, it wasn't. Oh, you know what the last thing was, was uh, what? and I, I don't even have too much to say about this because I'm really not too interested in her. But uh, what did you think of the whole Sharon being the power broker reveal? Oh, my God. I thought that was a nice little twist, but also that's predictable as shit. Come on, I, man. I, I was going to say we, it was not shocking to me at all. Like they literally introduced her at the same time they're talking about the power broker. It's clear she has a lot of power in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Magical. And I was just like, really, she's been there for how long? You don't think that the American had some influence? Like, come on, man. Um, I will say Sharon just bores me as a character. I think she's a complete blank I agree. slate. What the hell was her like? <laughs> even her like appeal? Like, I, I barely even remembered her from Civil War. She's literally. I'm not even like, trying to be offensive. No, she's Peggy's niece, but other than that, she has nothing going shit. for her. She's yeah, just sort of a blank slate. So this is, I think, their attempt to try to make the her Carter more name has always but. meant meant sim- trust to the American people. So and I was like, oh, really? From one person. So honestly, I think you could have taken Sharon out of this and. You know the series wouldn't have changed all that much. Uh, I, nope. Like I don't she think shot Carly, so. but realistically, I feel like there's a million different ways Sam could have gotten out of that situation. Uh, there, there was a hundred different ways I would have changed up that scene, but like oh, overall, hey, I, I can't complain. I was happy with what I got, frankly, because uh, ever since Endgame, I was just like, there's a hole in my heart and needs to be filled with Marvel. So far, it's been working on that, and I'm even more excited for Loki in June. Right, but it's obviously pretty clear that this series was meant just to set up more oh, yeah. as WandaVision sort of, without a doubt. you know, had a similar vibe. And, you know, you could argue that yeah. each MCU property sets up more for the future of the MCU. It's part of, it's part of their brand. I get it. It works. So uh, pretty much this would be my message to the uh, uh, pessimists of these past two shows is here's the thing. You had two shows that attacked social issues and mental health issues. We had the mental health issues with WandaVision that set up the multiverse of madness, darkness, whatever the fuck you wanted with Stephen Strange, Mordu, all that. We're going to be getting that later down the line, and I'm excited for that. And we had Captain America set up to, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier set up to Captain America 4. Overall, if you're not excited for these types of things, why the fuck are you even in this fandom? Like, overall, it's going to be great. There's going to be, there's still more coming Overall, it's going to be great to see how everything's going to be playing out, considering we literally just, like, witnessed 10 years 
if not even more, of absolute greatness from this franchise. And this is just one franchise everybody's got to realize. Right. So um, the one last minor thing I had to throw in, because we didn't discuss it at all, uh, Zemo was in this pretty prominently. Yes. (laughs) And we literally have not mentioned him once throughout this entire episode. I'm amazed I didn't mention Zemo. I almost forgot. Oh, my God. I hate myself. Um, Do you think he was a necessary addition or just like, you know, do you think he was just fun to have around? Because I will say I like necessary. what they did with the character. I think he's much more enticing than he was in Civil War. But uh, I have to be blunt and honest. Yeah, I, I have to be blunt and honest. Necessary. Sure. No. Mm-hmm. Fun to have. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? David Brule as Baron Zemo is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he is. A, he's done an absolutely amazing job. In Hard Civil War, I loved it, but even though he was like kind of like overshadowed by everything else, overall he did a great job as that character. And then when he brought in the purple mask, oh man, let's be real, people, you were all losing your shit like me. Come on, yeah. So I will say, um, love what they did with the character. I thought he was, you know, first of all, he brought a lot of comic relief. He brought another version. Oh, yeah. it, it, it sort of reminded me if you've ever seen like Forty Eight Hours, which I know you haven't seen because you've never seen anything. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's like on that series. Literally, they take a criminal out of jail to help them solve a case, and it's a buddy cop movie between this criminal and this cop. Um, you sort ah. of have that vibe going here, right? Like, <laughs> pretty much. Um, basically, when I saw Okoye, I was excited. So, look, Zemo, you know, he didn't have much of an arc in this, but he was still nope. entertaining to have around. I think he added to the series. Um, oh, that's pretty real. He's breaking out of that prison that Wakandan throw him in. Yeah, no, he I realistically I think he could potentially make another uh, appearance in the MCU, but uh, yeah, I'd be excited I, about like, that, frankly. I, I'd be shocked if he's out of prison again, right? Like you don't really escape the Wakandans. The the Wakandans aren't gonna let him live, let's be real, no matter what, overall, but no, he, he's spending his life inside a prison in Wakanda, for sure. But I and that's what everyone would want, but because of money and making a bag for everybody they're gonna probably bring him back through some type of means so <laughs> well we'll see we'll it all see. depends really but uh one can hope one can wish overall i've pretty much said everything i had to say about this series overall i i frankly think it it, it deserves an eight out of ten ranking i believe it is fair considering there were some like things that everyone was just like eh, about unbiasedly of course but what was you what your overall take would be cj uh you know for the most part i agree with you if i if i really have to give it a rating and you know i don't like really rating none like of us um, like giving ratings really because of bias but like yeah I, you know what I mean. it's i'd give it a seven out of ten honestly that's fair it, it, it didn't blow me away it was entertaining if you're an it was MCU great fan, entertaining it's but it's like it, it left something and i agree with you there um, what I will say is I do think WandaVision was the better series. I Agreed. think that flowed a lot better. I think, uh, you know, each episode left you guessing. I mm-hmm. like the actual twists in that actually had me reeling this. Yeah, which was fucking awesome. Let's be oh real. God, I still play that occasionally just to screw with people. Okay, so that's all I've got to say. You got anything else to add or should I close? Oh, no, that that was I pretty much was able to give my once again horrible opinion of everything on this nonsensical channel so (laughs) well then uh, with all that being said uh, if you listen this long thanks for listening Uh, we appreciate you we really do 
All of our links to everything we do is on utterlynonsense.com. Uh, you can, you know, follow us on various social media platforms. You can subscribe to this podcast. If you've listened this long, you must have actually enjoyed what we were talking about. So, uh, definitely subscribe if you're not already. Um, yeah, we're on basically every major platform. So check out, uh, especially Spotify. Definitely check us out. And, uh, CJ, do you mind if I do it this time? Uh, it's kind of my thing, but, uh, I guess. Uh, Fair enough. You know what? You know, I'll I'll give it to you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ape music. Play us out. Do 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 do.